My name is Raven, professional wrestling superstar, former world heavyweight champion, and I want you to choose your four. This is the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, and I want you to choose your four. Hello, pro wrestling Rushmore. This is Lanny Poppo, formerly the genius of WWE. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley. Yes, it is, and I want you to choose your four. Pro Wrestling Rushmore. It's Pro Wrestling's Rushmore. This is Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Quote the Raven, nevermore. Circle History, and I want you to choose your four. It's Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Welcome to the only podcast that chooses a topic and allows you, the listener, to decide what ends up on our ultimate Mount Rushmore at the end of the episode. Our topic this episode is the Mount Rushmore of Stables. Joining me is my co-host, the often imitated but never duplicated Brian. What's going on, Ian? We've got a lot to talk about. It has been a very, uh, very crazy time to be a wrestling fan lately. But uh, before that, are you wearing a wrestling shirt? No, nah, man, I'm not. You're not? No, nah, I had my kids' football game today. So what shirt are you wearing then? Uh, just a, uh, you know, regular black Lacoste t-shirt. I see. I see. And it's got a crocodile on it. It does. It's Lacoste. Okay. <laughs> Dead center. <laughs> It's like they're, pri- they're trying to make a statement with that shirt. <laughs> Damn right they are. <laughs> well, I've got my gray Funk You Terry Funk shirt, and that's one of the things to talk about is the passing of Terry Funk. Yeah, very sad, man. Very sad. Sad week. Very sad week because the next day we lost Bray Wyatt. It was the next day, wasn't it? It's the next day. So Jeez. during the grieving process of losing Terry Funk, we lose Bray Wyatt. That was a lot, too. That was, that a, was a lot. I mean, dude was only 36 years old. Yeah, very promising career still. I mean, he, he had a legendary career as is, but he still had more to accomplish. Young kids. Yeah, like five kids. Was it five? I believe it was five. Wow. So it, must have, it was JoJo and someone else, right? Yes. Yes. That's Either way, whatever. It's just very, very sad. Yeah. And that, that thought, like, last week, didn't, not last week, but now, what, two weeks ago, three two weeks, weeks ago? Two weeks ago now. Weren't they saying he was cleared to return? Yeah, they were saying he made serious progress. But then again, that that completely goes against what they said, though, where the, uh, they somewhere said that he had gone to the doctors earlier that day and they told him to wear a heart monitor. Right, he left so, it in his car or something. Yeah, so... If he went to the doctors that day and they told him to wear a heart monitor, that doesn't sound to me like he's ready to come back to the ring. That sounds like no. they're still, you know, running tests on him and making sure he's okay. And obviously he wasn't. 
Yeah, exactly. That's way too short notice. I mean, yeah. There's no way you could be cleared needing a heart monitor, in my opinion, anyway. But what do I know? Yeah, we're not doctors. Nope. You know. Especially WWE doctors. This isn't doctor history. No. It's squared. Circle. It's not even that. History. It's for wrestling Rushmore. <laughs> well, I was in. I was. It was a nice, smooth introduction until you ruined it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's been ruined. Oh, awful. All right. So yeah. So there's that. Terry Funk. I know, which I know you took very, very hard. Yeah, that was rough. I, I, I for, it's tough because that one. It's like you were kind of. I was kind of preparing myself for that, but still, it happens, and it's like, oh man, I, I, they, I don't know, caught me off guard. How, but you mean seventy nine years old? I know? know, I know. Was that the first person you saw it from? Oh yeah. Well, I'm happy at least I broke it in for you. Well, uh, all right. L- let me just say it was a tie because I looked at my text screen and I saw one from you and then one from my dad. So it was like at the same time. Oh. Not all. Oh. Hmm. All right. I see. Did Did your dad wish you condolences like I did? No, he didn't. He just He just said R.I.P. Terry Funk. So yes, you were the first one. That's that very inconsiderate. You know. Yes. Yes, my dad was inconsiderate for not offering his condolences. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we knew what we all knew how much he meant to you. Sure, sure. You harassed the guy like every week for autographs on turnbuckles <laughs> and Brandon it's, Irons. Don't send anything else. No more. Well, that was you who he was talking about. <laughs> I mean, you're you. Okay. <laughs> Poor guy. So, also big is AEW had that big all-in show at Wembley Stadium, 81,000-plus. And tonight is all out. Right, and also all out CM Punk, because he got fired. All done, guy. All done. All done. CM Punk's all done. Call the cops. I think that went. He's like, hey, Phil, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, hi, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I really like to, uh, I need to have a word with you. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, you can't be choking out our wrestlers, and uh, I'm not to let you go. <laughs> He's probably like, thank God. It was, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of rumors out there, but it almost sounds like a Nails, Vince McMahon situation where yeah, cause Nails grabbed him by the Well, I don't think Sam shirt. Punk grabbed Tony Khan. I, Nobody, they say he lunged for him. But, I mean, so did he miss him? Well, we all knew he wasn't a great shoot fighter, right? So. <laughs> it's a very good he can't shoot. aim or shoot. <laughs> Tony Khan just dodges right. Punk goes like head first through the wall. <laughs> it was like punch out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> He's like, oh no. He's like, oh, oh hey guys, I think that's really bad. <laughs> oh. So complete madness over in AEW. I love it. I love it. I'm interested yeah, tonight because it's in Chicago. With no punk, those fans are going to be like, they're going to be rabid. But at the same time, I do respect Khan for like going out there and saying, hey, we've had enough. Yeah. You know, it's not safe working conditions. Even though I don't agree with that because wrestlers should be put in their place when they're assholes. Sure. You know, especially like the younger guys who just come in and like kind of make a mockery of the business mm-hmm. and what they do, especially in AEW. Mm-hmm. Now, we were talking about this yesterday is what is missing from wrestling and it's. We came, we came to the conclusion that, what was it, legitimate badasses? Legitimate tough guys. Yeah. Yeah. Who, like, they would they would protect the business at all costs in bars. There was, who was it that they said, you can't work for my promotion if you lose a fight in a bar. Oh, Bill Watts said Bill that. Watts. UWF, and, yeah. I mean, think about it. If you want to legitimize what wrestling is, even though it's too far gone to even do that anymore because yeah. everyone knows about it. Yeah. But 
those guys will protect the business. If you said something wrong about the business, can you imagine like back in what ninety three, mm-hmm. Jungle Boy talking shit to like Taker in a camera? No kidding, man. You know what I mean? Have him pressed up against the wall by the throat. Like, I don't know. Now I'm gonna meet you in the parking lot. <laughs> Real glass. Real glass. <laughs> like, shut up. I see both sides. Cause I, I don't like yeah. either side. I'm not a CM Punk guy, which I well, I guess I was. Like, yeah. I, I liked what, how we did in the ring. But man, he's gotten to be like my, my boy Brett there, you know? <laughs> well, the thing that I don't like is, like, okay, you're. You sign with this company to be a talent, so why do you have any say whatsoever right. about any backstage decisions, any company decisions? No, you're you're a talent, so remain a talent. You're not you you, he you shouldn't be able to dictate who's in the locker room and who's. You it's know. like he's trying to be AEW's locker room leader. He's like a he's like he's, a dance mom. Yeah, taking over. Right. Completely taken over. Yeah, he probably walks into a, like into the back locker room with a tumbler in his hand. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? It says uh let's say on it, it says Phil on the it's side. It's probably a picture of his dog. Yeah, it's probably yeah, exactly. Like a go. heart and right. like his dog's face in the middle. Right. It's a Larry tumbler. He's got and every time he loses it he misplaces like, Oh my god where did I put my tumbler? Like <laughs> It's the end of the world for him. AJ, what'd you do with my tumbler? Yeah, I know you took it. <laughs> and it was him all along. He probably put it on, like, some locker or something. I'm sick of living with children. <laughs> <laughs> Work with them, live with them. <laughs> then he finds it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Quiet down, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> what a t- he must be miserable, that guy. Yeah, I think he is. Just have a drink, bro. It sounds like, like it it. yeah, yeah. Jeez. Have a drink, have a puff. Mm. It'll change your life, dude. <laughs> oh, he doesn't do that either, huh? No, he doesn't do anything. That's a terrible life when you don't it's do only, anything. It's only vices, bitching. <laughs> and he loves wrestling, but he can't stand yeah. in there because yeah. he likes to bitch more. Yeah. So, like, what do you like to do more? You like to wrestle or you like to bitch? You know, I can see him going to say like Impact or NWA. Really? And I, I could. No, no, because no Ring of Honor. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, I said I was fired from AEW. However, I did not say he was fired from Ring of Honor. <laughs> oh, man. Sad thing is I could see them doing that. <laughs> like, just to create buzz. <laughs> he said, fire me. I'm already fired. They're going to make another new show for him on Tuesday nights. <laughs> <laughs> AEW pumped. Right. <laughs> So we have stables today, Brian. Well, it's a good thing we had all this filler to talk about. <laughs> to fill about, what, 10 minutes maybe? 20 minutes? Hopefully closer to 20. Because this stables episode yep. is going to be the shortest thing. It's going to be shorter than what you got in your pants. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Start off strong here. It's going to. How many stables do we have to talk about? Well, it's funny you say that. I was just going to say, for honorable mentions, we have 13 that we don't have to talk about. We're just going to go through them and say, oh, it was uh, Bullet Club Golden Shower. It was Bullet Club Gold. Well, all right. Let's start then with the honorable mentions here. It was Bullet Club. <laughs> We're going to start with Kevin Sullivan's Army of Darkness. Is that like the Dungeon of Doom? No. No, it's not. Oh, this was in Christ. Championship Wrestling from Florida. 
He had Purple Haze. He had Woman. He had Luna Vachon. Oh, is that when Luna shaved her head? Yes. That, that was kind of cool. Doesn't deserve to be there anywhere. Take but... a bite from the cosmic cookie. Order <laughs> the Duncan. <laughs> uh, so we also have Jimmy Hart's first family that was in Memphis. Was Who was in there? Oh, he had a, a whole mess of guys in there, but most famously he had Andy Kaufman in that group. Okay. That's when he was feuding with uh, Lawler. Yes. We had a mention for the LWO. The original LWO? Uh, that's what I would think. Uh, but we also got to vote for the BWO. Cool. I'm, I'm down with that. That's uh, very unforgotten. Sure. I wouldn't have even thought of that. That's why it's unforgotten. What? <laughs> no, I'm saying if you watch ECW, you yes. remember. If you reminisce back to ECW, then you'd probably think of the the BWO. Sure. You know what I mean? And like, if I reference back to WCW, one of the first things I'm not gonna remember is the Dungeon of Doom. You know what I mean? <laughs> Moving along here, I vote for. The, that makes sense. That makes sense, Brian. Uh, the corporate ministry. Oh yeah, that was a good uh, faction. Yep. A vote for the authority. It's Triple H, Stephanie, Jamie Noble, Seth Rollins, uh-huh. Oprah King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was alright. Yeah, uh, how about to be somebody's favorite? Like why is well, it, only one person more? voted for it? I know, but they could have yeah. voted for the the top four. Well, maybe they had better, you know, other names on their list. All right, go Moving on. along here uh, from TNA, the Aces and Eights. Okay. Also from TNA, the main event Mafia. Oh yeah, dude. Angle Sting. Yep. Booker T, Nash. Yep, yep. Steiner. A vote for the Alliance. The WCW ECW Alliance. Ugh. <laughs> A vote here for the Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> so many memorable characters from that group. I mean, it was an innovative way, though, to get, like, Hogan to go against those monsters. It was. I think, you know what I mean? Just line up a bunch father, of... Father! Send me another monster for the Father. Father. What do you call him? Father. We had a vote for the Brood. Yeah, that's cool. We had a vote for the Triple Threat. ECW. Oh, dude, great. Yeah. yeah. Great fashion. And one vote for the Click. Now, how are we going to... The that's, Click. Yeah. It was a group of guys, two in which were in WCW and two were in WWF. You know what I mean? I know. So, and what, when they came back as the NWO, but they still weren't called the Click? No, and this was this was a total, um, this pick was intended to be the backstage influence that they had. Oh, I see. While they were together at the time, and then, you know, they branched off the different promotions, and yeah. their influence helped shape the show, basically. I gotcha. So yeah, those were all 13 honorable mentions. So now we're, we're moving to the ones that got more than one vote. Well, first... How many, how many altogether? 18. There's wow. going to be 18 more to talk about here. But first, I almost forgot, we need to begin construction on the Mount Rushmore of stables. First one here. Legend Derek and Daryl in Georgia. They give us votes for... The corporation. 18 more. On top of the ones that we just yes. went through. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't see how people can... It's 31. That's more than a Royal Rumble. Well, I stand corrected. 
I told you you were going to be in for a surprise. The with corporation. This the corporation. Vince that McMahon's was, corporation. Oh, that was Ken Shamrock, Big Boss Man, Vince. Was it Shane? Shane. Test. Test, yes. Briscoe, Patterson. Yeah. Slaughter. Yeah, all right. All that. Yeah, all right. It was a. Uh, at different times, you know, he had The Rock at one point, then he had Triple H at one point. Yeah. Kane was in there at one point. That was cool fashion for back then, for the Attitude Era. Feuding with Austin. Right. It's just, I forget, like, how all these factions came together after yeah. a while. You know what I mean? Like, what was the lead up to the corporation actually forming? Well, there's Vince McMahon building an army to fight against Stone Cold I know, but like, how did Ken Shamrock get into there? How did Ken Shamrock join the corporation? Uh, the corporate, well, Vince yeah. McMahon needed a, a heavy hitter. Needed a heavy hitter for his group. All right, so, like, who did he turn on, though? Was, was he always a heel before he went in there? I'm pretty sure he turned on Triple H when Triple H was still in DX. Gotcha. So, that was two votes there for the corporation. Two votes here from Dragon Rana and Scorpion87 for the Ministry of Darkness. Another Vince McMahon faction, although we didn't know that No, no, first. no, this one, this one, well, okay, in the long run, yes. Good. But... It, it, the initial build-up, it was The Undertaker, Paul Bearer. Disciples of Apocalypse. No, no. Who, God damn it. Who was in there? Oh, well, the Acolytes yeah. were in there. Um, the Brood became a part the of it. The Acolytes, who did I say? Who did I say? You said The Disciples of Apocalypse. That was the Harris Brothers, Brian Lee, Crush, on the bikes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that was two totally different... Yeah, man. Well, I messed that one up. Would have been interesting. But I I did mean Bradshaw and Farouk. That's why I meant the Acolytes. Yeah. Whew. What a mess. (laughs) What a mess. That was a cool group. They they crucified Austin. They had Undertaker marry Stephanie. They they did have the higher power, which Eric Bischoff revealed on Nitro was actually Vince McMahon. And if nothing else, did he reveal that? Yeah, right before they went on because I was like, oh tape no, I, I I remember they were giving away results. Yeah, I did not even see that. Eric Bischoff said, "Oh, we we hear the WWF is revealing the identity of their higher power. I guess he has the initials VM. Draw your own conclusions." <laughs> wow, that's dirty, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then, of course, everybody switched over to watch it. Right. <laughs> you know? That bit of me asked so many times. Big time. Purple Haze and Scorpion87 give us votes for the Dangerous Alliance. Dangerous Alliance. Paulie Dangerously Ravishing Rick Rude. <laughs> Stunning Steve Austin. Yeah, of course, man. Bobby Eaton. Yes, yes, Art yes. Anderson. Larry Zabisco. <laughs> Medusa. That was an awesome fight. Do you have a recollection of this stable, sir? That was an awesome stable. <laughs> Didn't they participate in the first War Games? It wasn't the first War Games, but it was the best War Games, well, in right. my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Against, Against Sting. Sting Squadron. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was great, but they lost that one and then broke up shortly after. <laughs> and it's crazy because they're such a memorable faction, but they were only around for four or five months. Who put them on, on their list? Uh, Purple Haze and Scorpion 87. Yeah, man, that's a good pick. It is. It's it's an obscure pick, but it's a very good pick. And all the, the heavy hitters that were in that group. Right. Bobby Eaton. Sure. Looking like a tater. <laughs> That's a great Jim Cornette story, <laughs> the by the tater way. Alliance. If, uh, if you ever get to hear Jim Cornette talk about how 
Bobby Eaton had a secret admirer who looked like who thought he looked like a tater. <laughs> Go out and listen to it. <laughs> right? No, that's what happened, right? That is, yes. He was like infatuated. He used to carry a potato around with her all the time. <laughs> she said, my little tater. <laughs> I'm not a tater. Jimmy, Jimmy, do I look like a tater? Jimmy, I'm a man. <laughs> I ain't no tater. <laughs> my French friend. <laughs> You look like a tater. God damn. Father, tell me something. You're a vegetable or a fruit. <laughs> well, I don't know, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Two votes there. Paulicious and Adam84. Give us votes for the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. NXT. Brian, do you watch wrestling? I love wrestling. <laughs> you look at the guy and know who they were. Shock the system. <laughs> You're Boom, right, yes. baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, the. Uh, the Man, NXT. I went to watch an NXT That's event. Right. Yeah, which was, that was uh, out in friggin' uh, was Connecticut. Connecticut. Bridgeport. Was Bridgeport. Okay, yep. Yeah, it was one of the takeovers. Yeah, was Adam wasn't Cole. Adam Cole won the title from Johnny Gargano, didn't he? Something like that. I think so. I forgot which one it was, man, to be honest yeah. with you. But it was... Uh, you were there, right? I was there, man. But, you know... <laughs> listen. I've had Yo, a day. my brother! <laughs> I've had a day. All right? But it was uh, not a private party. The real ones. Street Profits. The Street Profits were in a ladder match. Okay. Uh, don't ask me who they wrestled. I'm amazed you even remember that much. What do you mean? I remember some of the <laughs> matches. Like, I remember it was Adam Cole versus Gargano. Okay. I don't remember who won. It was a great match, and I'm pretty sure Adam Cole won that one. Maybe, and I'm sure tomorrow I will remember. <laughs> will you? <laughs> I may. In the morning. He's going to remember a little bit. A <sighs> little bit, a little bit. The Undisputed Era, though. I mean, that, right. that, that could have had potential on the main roster, but Vince McMahon was not willing to give it they're a too, chance. They were so small for him. Too small Ooh. for him, but I mean, I don't know. Everybody. Uh, well, that's just how he felt at the time. I, I mean, I know, I know, but then I always think back to yes, but they eventually convinced him to give Brian Danielson a shot, and he had that. I know WrestleMania moment at WrestleMania You're right. thirty. But Brian Danielson's one guy. The Undisputed era, what three, four guys? Four guys. Four guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's four guys you got to bring up and kind of pay big time money to. True. Do you know what I mean? Where Danielson was one person. All right. Yes. Same yes. thing with Kingston. Same thing with Mysterio. You know what I mean? Small guys, but they were very proven. These guys are still raw down there in NXT. And raw is war. Oh, not anymore. Paulicious and Adam84 give us votes for Raven's Flock. Yeah, Raven's Flock. Yeah. Old front row at the Nitros. Yep. Some odd characters in there. Yeah, sick boy. Lodi. Ron Reese. Yeah. Remember he used to come out with a shirt tied around his uh, belly? Yes. Yeah, he was a big dude. He was huge. Big dude, but like shaped like a T-Rex. Yeah, short arms, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was also the Yeti. Oh, that was the Yeti? Yeah. Over seven feet tall, right? Yeah, you can't teach that. No? Well, oh, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that group also had Billy Kidman, Perry Saturn, Van Hammer. Van Hammer. <laughs> Stevie Richards for a couple weeks. Did you say Lodi? I did, yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cool group for what it was, I Memorable, guess. Memorable, you know. What about me? What about Raven? <laughs> Remember that fan attacked him? Yeah, on, on Thunder. Thunder. Just grabbed him by the hair and pulled him to the floor. Crazy. Unbelievable. Imagine, like, imagine that. You're wrestling, you're just in the corner, and all of a sudden, like, yeah. fan come, someone, anyone, comes behind you and tries to strangle you for real. I think I remember Raven say, like, reflecting back on it, saying he thought it was DDP at first, hmm. but then realized, like, hey, I, don't, I have no idea who this guy is. Um, by that point, Doug Dillinger and WCW Security had taken care of the issue. Thank God for Mr. Dillinger. <laughs> Who's up next? Two votes here. Daryl in Georgia and Ringmaster give us votes for the Nation of Domination. Yeah, I see a nation on there. Farouk's big group. Yeah, they were like... But there were two um, different eras of it. There was, I was going to say, right? So like, which, which one did you like better? Well, I did like the original incarnation with all the followers. Mm-hmm. With Farouk, and he had Savio Vega, and he had Crush. That was cool, but then the second half, I thought, had the better people involved in the yeah. group. Yeah, Mark Henry, D'Lo Brown, The Rock. Godfather. Even um, Owen Hart at some at Ahmed Johnson. He was there for a little bit. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> you couldn't even hang in there. That was awful. That was <laughs> awful that they built a year of this Ahmed Johnson and Farouk feud, and then all of a sudden Ahmed Johnson just joins the nation, and then they turn on him anyway in the end. Right. Yeah. Poorly Unreal. thought out. Yes, definitely poorly thought out, but I thought Farouk deserved better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I, I really could have believably seen him as the world champion. Yeah, you think so? For, for a short span. As Ron Simmons, though, right? No, as the leader of the Nation of Domination. Oh, see, when you, when you said Farouk, I'm thinking the uh, Gladiator. Oh. <laughs> but, all right, yeah, no, all right. The, the Nation of Domination uh, version, yeah. I could see that. PG-13 wrapping him to the ring. Yeah, but it was going to be Duntaker in Providence. Remember, they didn't they wrestle in Providence? Yeah, and it's funny you bring that up because all the advertising, like, we had local advertising in the area on the shows that all the markets didn't get, and they advertised it as being... Undertaker versus Ahmed Johnson for weeks. And then right. by the time we get to the pay-per-view, it's Undertaker versus Farouk. Right. And Ahmed Johnson interferes, so... But didn't Ahmed Johnson do something to... He did. He came out at the end and he, and he gave Undertaker the No, I was talking about on the back to, like, make them believe in his push. Because wasn't he supposed to have a big push against the Undertaker? He was, and I, I remember at one point he got hurt. Um... That's it. He got hurt. My, okay. Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, he got. He, he did get hurt. And they were like, times. he gets hurt too much, too many times. Yeah. And yeah, he did. That's what soured him on them. Yep. On them on him. Whatever. That's true. But it's too bad. It, it's really too bad because he had a he had a good look. He had a good character. Something different. But it just wasn't meant to be. Well. And neither was Brian Cage meant <laughs> no. to win this. We have the Royal. AEW All Out. Pre-show on in the background, and Hangman Adam Page has won the Battle Royal, so now he is being forced to donate fifty thousand dollars to charity. <laughs> Imagine that of his own money. Of his own money. <laughs> what 
Wow. But what guess a... what? You won the battle royal. We put you over. Now you get to donate fifty what a grand. Prize. All twenty of these participants wanted to donate, but only one can. <laughs> <laughs> moving on here. We're moving on to three votes now. Dragon Rana, Adam eighty four, and Wrestle War give us a very appropriate and timely pick here. The Wyatt family. Yeah, dude. They have That's a good pick. There. That's a good pick. Again. Ray Wyatt, Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, the sheet mask, the rocking chair. Very spooky, eerie. Different. It was just different. It was a it good, was different. good yeah. faction. That Think about that faction back in the late 80s, feuding with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, or something like that I could see. And Hulk Hogan, you know, having to travel to the Wyatt family house and walk the halls of the dilapidated home. Right. Where he's attacked by the... Wyatt's. Where's Sister Abigail, brother? <laughs> Where is she? This is Eerie, brother. <laughs> oh. Oof, what was that, eh? Oof. What was that? It smells like Dookie in here. Oof. Oof. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which reminds me of those Dungeon of Doom skits when he's walking through the castle. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. He brought up a good point. It could have been the bright, the... The White the White House could there. Be, yeah, could have been. The Wyatt compound. Different time, different place, but yeah, they they could have done a lot more with that Wyatt family, especially at the time. Like there was just always start and stop with uh with Bray Wyatt's push. Yeah, there was. Push. Yep. But hey, that's what uh that's what's gonna make He him. did get the title, I mean he was a world champion. He was, but I think he should have gotten it while while because he never won it while he was with the Wyatt family. Right, right. It was, you know, when he was doing his own thing. Yeah. Still spooky, eerie, but different. But yeah, that was a very memorable faction, and hopefully they are uh, remembered for a long time. I think they will be. Suplex Sam, Ringmaster, and Horakarayan give us votes for Evolution. Another good one, man. Triple A, um, Trick Flair, Batista, Orton. It was a knockoff of the Horseman, obviously. Yep. It was during that era when Triple H just wanted to be Ric Flair. Right. And but he, he didn't make uh, any reservations about it, right? No. He was very clear that he wanted to be Yeah, Ric Flair. like, <laughs> <laughs> this is my goal. Right. That's cool. They call me the Nature Boy Triple H. Pay homage to the Nature Boy. No, it's cool was. that Nature Boy was in there with him. Yep. You know? Yeah. Kind of like a blessing... I'm your mentor, your drinking buddy. Woo! If that makes sense. That makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, I like the uh, and I like the way it all went down too, where Orton was gonna face Triple H. Yep. Oh no, what was it Austin won the title? Did I mean uh, Orton? Orton won the title. Orton won the title. The title, and they turned on him. Yeah, exactly. Which that was cool. They. Uh, that was cool though. It was cool, but Evolution still had so much more life. Yeah, I understand, but like just the way it went down with. He's giving him a thumbs up. Yeah. And then he's on Batista's shoulders, and then Triple H gives him a thumbs down. Yep. And then, like, later on, when Batista used that same thing about when he was going to wrestle Triple H. Yeah. It's cool how it all just came around. Yeah. I like the evolution. Long-term storytelling. It's a mystery, you know. <laughs> and that's a great theme song, it too. Is. It, it really, really is. is. <laughs> all right. The next one here. Three votes. From Mike the Wolverine, my boy Benny, and Kai Lolo, it's the Heenan family. 
Yeah, see, it's tough for me because I didn't consider the Heenan family a stable. It was, it was, it, it's a bit of a stretch, but for the time, um... I understand, I fully understand they probably were, you know, but it's just uh, a lot of guys, they didn't come out for each other's matches. Right. They weren't there, you know, around each other, so it would be Heenan and the guy just come, like, Heenan Big John Studd. Yeah. You know, Heenan and King Kong Bundy. But, like, John Studd wouldn't come off Bundy's matches, Bundy wouldn't come off it, you know what I mean? So that's Except a when they were a me. tag team. Right, but how often was that? Yeah, for a little while. Like who? Well, they feuded with Hogan and Andre. Studd and Bundy? Yeah. You're stealing money, Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, I don't know, every year Survivor Series would roll around and, uh... The Heenan family would come together. Right, not all of them. No, not all of them, oh. but I mean, a, a good majority of them to form a team or two. No, I understand. And that, that's what I'm saying. I fully understand that that was a stable. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about, for me, someone else, cool. I like Heenan. I liked all those guys in that, that stable. Yeah. So, good pick. All right. Next one here. Three votes. So, what per- I say makes sense? <laughs> that makes sense. Purple Haze, my boy Benny, and Kylo Low give us votes for the Von Erics. Wow, oh, yeah, huh? It's weird. It's weird to consider them a stable, but it is a family of multiple sons wrestling together, teaming yeah. together. I'll say it's stable. I guess Absolutely. cool for anybody that watched them down in WCCW. Yeah. It was, right? Von Erich's a legendary. They are. But, man, guys like the Horseman, DX, oh, yeah. NWO. We'll get that. Uh, well, well th- that's, that's three already of our top four. <laughs> but it's the journey. It's the journey of getting there. I understand. I'm just saying. Is that the Turtle Kid? Excuse me? I like Turtles. All right, so now we're in the four-vote territory. Bobby on the beat. Paulicious, Scorpion87, and Padar the Superstar give us votes for the Heart Foundation. Ugh. Brett, Owen, The Anvil, Davey, Brian Pillman. Great era. Yeah, and, alright, so I like how they put um, Pillman in there, because he's got history with the Heart family. And sure, all that trained stuff. in the dungeon. It was cool for what it was. And it's cool that they all came together, like Owen, Bulldog, yep. Anvil. I like that they all came together like that. That was like uh, a Canadian stampede, that crazy moment. Yeah, I know. That was miraculous uh, pop and the building shaking and created a great moment. That was against the Patriot. No. What is that? What? <laughs> what was it then? <laughs> what, what, what was, was the main? That? Event? What was the main event in that? Well, that wasn't was, it the, 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 that the was ten man tag. Yeah. Wasn't the Patriot in it? No. It's Austin. Goldust, Vader, and LOD. Wow. What am I thinking about then? I mean, they they did feud against the Patriot, but never... I know, but wasn't the Patriot in one of those 10-man tags? He was in a Survivor Series. Like, that Survivor Series that year? Yeah. Uh, no, he wasn't. No. <laughs> no, because he didn't oh make it God. to Survivor Series. He was only there for a couple of months. All right. I don't know what I'm thinking about then. Yeah. Weird. I know he had a flag match. He did have a flag match. Him and Vader against Brett and Davey Boy. I believe that was at uh, Bad Blood. Wow. 
Yep. So who did Patriot work at Canadian Stampede? He didn't. He didn't work at Canadian Stampede. Are you positive? Yeah, because there was only four matches on that show. Mankind versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. It was Taka Michinoku versus the Great Sasuke. It's the Undertaker versus Vader. You're sick how you remember this off the top of your head. Because <laughs> it, 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 every match on this pay-per-view was awesome. And the, there yeah, was I'm sure the Taka Michinoku match was a freaking five-star. Oh, it was. It was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Who did he fight? Aguila? No, he fought the Great Sasuke. Remember the Great Sasuke was in the WCW game? Yeah, he was, but they didn't call him that. No. I, think they, I forgot what they called him. Ninja something. Black Ninja, maybe? Yeah, I think it was Black Ninja. And Hayabusa was Habanero. Yeah, yeah. It was an interesting game. WCW versus the world. Great game. Good stuff. I just love doing the mid-rope moonsault with, uh, with Sasuke. Yeah. All right, here also with four votes. Suplex Sam... Ringmaster, Legendaric, and Tiger Bomb. We got votes for the Bloodline. They're not in the much more Rushmore. They are not. No. I'm surprised. No. They give it a couple years, and uh, people. Will I know, but isn't this like one of the greatest it. stories in modern history? It really is, but it's so modern that not enough people voted for it yet. I guess. You know, people will go back and view it and remember the good times. <laughs> Right, right. Because that was a really great storyline when they had Sammy there. Yeah, the Usos was... were still together. Great story. And even Ooh, uh, Sammy in it, even though he wasn't really part of the family. Right, because they didn't believe you. Yeah, exactly. That and you awesome. did. You, you gained sympathy for him. Yep, you did. I like it. Oh, he's a big star, Brian. Anybody put the Funk family in there? Nobody put the Funk family. No. Which is weird. They put the Von Erics, but they don't put the... How about the Freebirds? I ain't had any Freebirds in there. Well, we're not done yet. Oh. <laughs> and as far as the Funks go, I mean, really, there was just Terry and Dory, so that would be a tag team, not really a faction. The only exception would be in WWF when they had Jimmy Jack Funk. Oh, remember that? Was he even like a Funk? No, he, he wasn't. wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, Travis Funk. Travis Funk. It's not not the same Funk family. <laughs> Alright, moving along here. Five votes. Suplex Sam, Ringmaster, Kylo Lowe, Hunter LNR, and Shep from Shepland, The Shield. Well, yeah, another good faction. Roman Long Reigns, day. Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns loves his factions, huh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Does that mean he can't do it on his own? Hey, you know what? Maybe you're on something here. I mean, when was he champion by himself? Was he? Maybe for a short yeah, while? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, for a very short time. A very short time. And then you got into a faction. Look. Yeah. He hasn't lost it in over a thousand days, right? Yeah, over three years. Three years holding the title. Yeah, this is a... We're in the midst of history. And I'm hearing that Cody Rhodes is going to be going to SmackDown now. Cody Rhodes to SmackDown. Well, yeah. that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing yeah. like it was a trade for Jay. Because Jay's going to Raw. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So if that happens, oh, uh, they must be gearing up for. That's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe finishes the story, right? But I, I just feel like, so Jay is going to be on Raw now. I can really see Jay winning the world title. 
then Survivor Series rolls around. You could do Jay versus Roman again, champion versus champion. Yep. No titles actually on the line, so give Jay his moment pinning Roman in a big time match. Roman doesn't lose the title. Right. He can still keep moving along with this story. Yeah, line. but he gets pinned. Oh no, he got pinned that Survivor Series, right? He did. Or whatever it was. Uh, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Was it SummerSlam? No, it was the one before that, the tag team match. Remember, it was really good. It was um, Money in the Bank, I think. Yeah, it was Usos against uh, Roman and... No, it was all overseas, wasn't it? Yeah, Money in the Bank was in England. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah. Woo! Damn, man. <laughs> I'm very forgetful. It happens to everybody I hear. I forgot where I heard that from. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, The Shield. Well, how Do you remember The Shield versus The Wyatts? Yeah. Wow, that was a great match. Yep, yep. That, that was one of my favorite matches, actually. That was a good one. And then the Shield versus Evolution. I was going to say. Those were great yeah. matches. Yeah, yeah back those to back. Were crazy. Tickets to the crowd. Yep. Jumping off of uh, balconies. And even their debut. Their, like their actual first match when they did uh, the TLC match yep. against um, was it Daniel Bryan, Ryback. You're asking the wrong person. Who I forgot against, who the man. third one was. <laughs> That. How about then they had that uh, the other group, Retribution, come out and try to be the Retribution! Shield. Retribution! <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah. They were so bad. Are they on here? No, there were no votes you for imagine? Retribution. There were no votes for Right to Censor either. Oh, that's too bad. No votes for Kai and Tai. Yeah, right. No votes for the Nexus. Remember the Nexus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two versions, right? Yeah. There were the. Yeah, there was the Nexus and there was the Core. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, the Filthy Animals, no votes for them. Huh. Modern factions like the Judgment Day, Blackpool Combat Club. Do you think eventually a Judgment Day could get on a list like this? It depends. It, it depends if they can stay together because I really did write them off as a faction, but then they really, I don't know, after WrestleMania, they really started, you know, getting more TV time, right. getting more involved, and now they've been in the main event every week for right. months. They really are building a, building something good there. But, uh, nope, no votes for them on this list here. Blah. Moving along here, five votes. I will tell you this, it just missed the Mount Rushmore. Who is it? Five votes here, my boy Benny, Purple Haze, Danny Love, Hunter LNR, and Shep from Shepland, the Fabulous Freebirds. Oh, just missed, Brian. It just missed. That's crazy. I love the Freebirds. Freebirds were great. Classic. They're not on mine, but like they deserve to be there. I think. That was a cool faction during the territory days that they were able to bounce from different promotions together. Right. And I mean, you you kind of see that in you know modern day with uh, with the Young Bucks, Hangman Adam Page, and Kenny Omega saying that they want to travel as a group. Um, the only other time anybody had ever done that was uh, Fabulous Freebirds. Now, which which one did you like better? Oh, definitely. Well, Buddy Roberts or Terry Gordy? Oh, well, definitely Terry Gordy. Yeah. By far, Terry Gordy. But then you got to think about the tag team era when it was Michael Hayes and Jimmy Jam Garvin. Right. That was that was fun. That was a fun era too in WCW. Yeah, yeah. No, that was cool. But I like the uh, the original one. Yeah, yeah. Man, like, the original one was better. Yeah, they were they ran roughshod in Texas and so Georgia. So you liked Gordy over Roberts, huh? Yeah, 
definitely. I'm surprised. Definitely. I like them both. Yeah. I like them. I did. How about their short-lived uh, stint in the WWF during the rock and wrestling era? Yeah, I barely Same even... Same time Cindy Lauper was around. barely even knew they were there, to be honest. Cindy Lauper's manager-slash-husband was the manager of the Fabulous Freebirds. Oh, shit. I love that they had a hit single. Yeah. Bad Street USA. Bad Street USA, awesome. which is a badass song. Well, it probably wasn't a hit, but it was no. a hit to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think... We remember it fondly. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, they were a little bit too wild for the WWF dressing room. Is that and, what it was? Yeah. And what do you think threw them out? What do I think threw them out? the dressing room. This was what year? 1984. Andre. That's right. It was, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> The free boys got to go. Put your phone down. The free boys no got to even go. Here. Pat's not here. Just put your phone down. I know how no. stupid you look already. This <laughs> is not right. I cannot help but that I have Tony McGantin. What is Tony? Tony, go and put your shirt on. Nobody wants to see your chest there. So Gordy was there with them too. Gordy was there with them too. All three of them. <laughs> All three of them were there as a I faction. I don't remember that, man. The Howard Finkel. Ladies and gentlemen, the fabulous Freebirds. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, very short-lived. Like, how short? Two months? Not even that Not even, long. Right, so there you like, go. Not right. even two weeks. Oh, well. <laughs> very, Andre put his foot down right away. <laughs> <laughs> right away. No, 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 Doop, doop, doop. Andre got a Coke. <laughs> I have a whole case of Coca-Cola. <laughs> I knew my dog got that either. <coughs> so we have made it to our Mount Rushmore. Oh. We're going to start with the the mystery of it all. You, you alluded to it earlier, the three that would make it. So this is the one that you necessarily didn't mention, but... Six votes here. Mike the Wolverine, Kylo Low, Legend Derek, Kangaroofy, Wrestle War, and Tiger Bomb. Give us votes for the Bullet Club. Really? Yes. Bullet Club has made the Mount Rushmore. And when you really think about it, think about how big the Bullet Club has become and how that's the first faction that got a t-shirt into Hot Topic. That yeah. skull has been copied for everything now. The whatever club, everything's a club. Well, yeah, no, you're right. Is there is it did, a lot did come of it, but it became a brand. It became more of a brand than a faction because, yeah, in New Japan, you know, they they did their faction stuff, but right. it just doesn't translate as much to the United States. But still, everybody knows what the Bullet Club is. You know, they might not know who's in the Bullet Club, but they know of that, the Bullet Club. Right, that's the problem, I think. Yeah. It's like, who was in it? I don't know. Like, what incarnation of the Bullet Club are you talking about? So Probably many people have long, come and gone. A long through. stretch of it, I mean. But you don't have to twist my arm too hard. Yeah, I could see why they would put them in there. Especially for modern fans, too. Right. Like, that's that's this era. And I, I hate to say this, and I hate to compare it as this, because it's definitely not the same, but it's this era's version of the NWO. Okay, yeah. I mean, you're Just right. That, I don't think that gang mentality, that pack mentality, right, 
everyone's had wearing the same, the same colors. T-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I could see it. So yeah, six votes, the Bullet Club, and yes, it does make the Mount Rushmore of stables. <clears throat> All right. Moving along here on the Rushmore, seven votes. And we'll read everybody, but DX. Plus. Whether it's the Shawn Michaels, Triple H, China, and sometimes Rick Rude version, or it's uh, Michaels, Mike Tyson, China, and Triple H. I guess I sound like a hypocrite, right? Because here I am saying there's different incarnations of DX, even though it's not even near as many people as we're in a bullet club. Sure, sure. But still, it's like there are different... Different eras of the group. And you can appreciate all of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Triple H, X-Pac, the New Age Outlaws. What about China. now? No one put CM Punk so fast, you know? A straight-edge society? Yeah. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> a lot of people are trying to forget about Punk right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, DX. How about the time they drove the tank? Yep, to uh, the Nitro. North Fork Scope. Yep. Right down the street from where they were running. We uh, declare war... Uh, uh, WCW and Eric Bischoff. Uh, His nose is almost as big as the bazooka. <laughs> oh, jeez. How about Triple H saying if uh, Shane comes back, he's done? I did hear that. Yeah, he said he'll gladly step down. Hmm. I wonder what Shane did. I don't know. There was that story that he uh, wreaked havoc when he was in the Royal Rumble 2022, mm. maybe. Came back, had a spot in the Royal Rumble, but yeah. he was really pitching a fit backstage and wanted yeah he wanted to win the whole thing did he really he did Jesus yeah and was only pitching ideas that involved him winning <laughs> <laughs> so that's a that's a good way to get your point across I guess wow so yeah there, there must have been a falling out there what do you think like, like Shade you can't do it huh? <laughs> it's not our plans huh? <laughs> a <planza. laughs> Can't stand ya! <laughs> oh, I really want to hear what the theme is uh, rapid. Yeah, it's probably just about CM Punk and Fire. Who's Dennis Rodman? Dennis Rodman, the worm. Alright, we got two more factions on this list here. One got nine votes and one got ten votes. Wanna guess which one got nine and which one got ten? Uh, I'll say. NWO got ten. Okay. Horseman got nine. That would be correct. Hi, really? So the four horsemen, nine votes, NWO, ten votes. It's crazy that Horseman didn't, didn't, like... Because the NWO just had more of an impact. I guess, yeah. You know, Hogan turning just changed everything. But all those guys coming in towards the end was just... Well, they did. They watered it down. They, oh, it, it, it overstayed its welcome. They kept bringing it back, reviving it. They split it off into the Wolfpack. That was bad. NWO 2000. Wolfpack wasn't bad. No, that was alright. The, the 2000 music was good. thing was terrible. Oh, yeah, Brett, Jarrett. Right. Nash, Hall. The Harris Brothers. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so bad. That was, that was not a good version of the NWO. But, initially, let's say 1996 to... Early '97, right? The, those few months there, they were hot. Like that was huge, must-see TV. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I can see that. So, but as long as the Horsemen came in second, they're still in there. Yes. So, four Horsemen. They uh, 
they rule Jim Crockett promotions and what was great about them is well at least the initial horsemen and then even the next incarnation they they could all wrestle all of them are great yeah but the wrestlers. core the core usually stood strong right yes like it was Flair right there so it's Flair Arn Tully uh, Ole and uh, what's his face JJ Dillon JJ Dillon but then say, as a manager, they kick Ole out and they bring in Barry Windham. Right. Then th- that's that's huge right there. Right. Uh, that's day. probably well to me. I think that's the best era of the Horsemen. Right I there. think so too. But I liked when Sid was in it. Oof. It wasn't very Oof. long. I know, man. I, I know Sid liked when Sid was in it. <laughs> <laughs> I do not normally have friends, <laughs> so I don't think this is a good fit. And I, well, it wasn't long, but like he was just that tall. Tough bastard. You yeah, know what I mean? they that, need to I have a they giant need. right in the group. Like they say, Arn Anderson was the enforcer. He was the enforcer. Yeah, but he wasn't like that. <laughs> but you still need the backup. <laughs> <laughs> what about when Paul Roma was in it? That was pretty bad. <laughs> that was that wasn't good. That wasn't good. Paul Roma was a very nice man. <laughs> that wasn't good. <laughs> Paul Roma can tell a hell of a story. <laughs> So yeah, Brian, that's our Mount Rushmore right there. We got the Bullet Club, DX, the Four Horsemen, and the NWO. Do you think they got it right? I do. I mean, I'm gonna change the uh, the Bullet Club. Yeah. I liked Evolution. Evolution. So all right, so tell us your Mount Rushmore. Oh, it was NWO, Four Horsemen, DX, and Evolution. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds really good. I had NWO, Horsemen, DX, and. I love the Heart Foundation. Oh, f- I do. <laughs> I do love the Heart Foundation, even though it was a short span of time. I know. It made for my favorite era of Raw. They were a good faction. I'll give it to them. They were. Good stuff. Good stuff. And we, we finally got that faction episode out of the way, and uh, it wasn't as short of an episode as you expected, bro. I'm going to say 55 minutes. Just about. All yeah, right, just about that. But here's the thing. Yeah. If we didn't have all that filler to begin with, well, and, you, know, you know, unfortunately people died. Unfortunately here. is right, yeah. And but you know that's what, that's what we filled in about. If it wasn't for that stuff, this episode would have been twenty minutes tops. Phil in and Phil Brooks. Phyllis. Phyllis. Phyllis Brooks. <laughs> well, the next time we do this, Brian, it's gonna be your favorite episode to date. I guarantee it. Why? Because it's going to be the Mount Rushmore of Bret Hart matches. <laughs> A whole episode talking about Bret Hart. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's fine. Look, I'm going to be on my best behavior. I, uh, <laughs> no, that's not what the people want. <laughs> no, it gets sickened after a while. Just, this one guy like talking shit about Bret Hart, even though it's very... Justified. Oh, it's your gimmick, deserve. though. You know, it's not. It's not. I don't want to be a gimmick on a show. Am I a gimmick to you? <laughs> yes, you're just here to amuse me. Jesus. <laughs> I'll, I'll what have am a, I a gimmick? I'll, am I a clown? I'll have a serious episode. I won't groan all the time. I'll, <laughs> I'll talk very openly, and you know, not honestly, because I'll have to like you know hold my feelings back. So I'm gonna lie to sure. people. I gotta lie to them. I'm just gonna try to be professional. <laughs> yeah, humor them. <laughs> Jeez. So that we can get a Bret Hart episode out of the way. I'll be a professional. I'm a worker. I'm like him. <laughs> you think he'll like the episode? I think he'll love it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say he's going to hate it because he hates everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. See? 
I'm, I'm already trying to start being positive here. All right. Positively Paige. Positively Brian. That episode's going to suck. <laughs> well, if you'd, uh, if you'd like to support the show and let us know that we don't suck, you can go over to Pro Wrestling Tees and buy a Squared Circle History or Pro Wrestling Rushmore t-shirt. Join us on Instagram, squared.circle.history, and give us a like on YouTube as well. For Brian... Yeah, alright. Have a good night, guys. Gonna watch some uh, AEW All Out without CM Punk. <laughs> and we are all out. So this is Ian saying good night.